are about to spoil Predator 2 from 1990. If you haven't seen the film and plan on watching it, then look away now. Or if you've already seen it, or you just don't care, then please stick around. Holy fuck. That dude shot Gary. Oh shit, he did kill Gary. Um, hmm. Guess Gary was a bit too old for this shit. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, what do we do about the, the, the thing? I give him, give him something from the planet that we took. I got this thing from like a few centuries ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That will work. Just, just give it. Okay. Here you go, human. I, I think, man, beast, whatever. Uh, take this. Okay. Bye. And welcome to Cinema Roulette. All right, we are back on the series wheel with the second spin. Uh, you guys know what it was last time, and we're about to drop the title here soon. And, and it's also down there or on your phone, wherever yes, you're looking. Yes, it's in many places, in fact. So we just like to do this because it's fun. Because it allows for fun segues. Yes. Using the movie's intro. Exactly. It's great. This is actually one of the like reasons to do this wheel is a sequel not many people talk about. Yeah. So because I barely hear anything on this, I just hear people say it's kind of an underrated, more cult classic. So yeah. If I say Donald instead of Danny, I blame the fact that there's two famous actors. Because I mean, he's gone by both uh, Donald Glover and Danny Glover. So I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm Donald Glover is also uh, Childish Gambino or the actor from Community. Editing is very weird. But hey, uh, we're back and we are reviewing uh, the last time we would see the Predators until Alien vs. Predator. This which we're is, not covering. Which we're not covering, sorry. Predator 2. silence there we go hey there was silence there was there was in fact and it was glorious and it was enough yes and i will uh to expand a bit more we were going to do avp but we'd have to wait f- to like get between the alien and predator movies and it's just fuck it's it. not worth it they're not part of the main series it is very much a spin-off series of it so. and if you want a good avp story yeah. play the games or read the comics yes and i well probably like what the playstation game right there was an alien vs predator one yeah there, there was also a solid one on 360 hmm. yeah so actually there were two um on pc i remember i, I remember there's a surprising amount of alien versus predator games the only one i mainly remember is i think it's avp2 mm. because if you choose the alien campaign you start as a chestburster uh, and it's a stealth mission as you turn into a face hugger oh, and go through cool vents and stuff. Was that multiplayer or was that a single player type thing? Uh, there was a single player campaign. I think there was multiplayer. Sick. That's pretty bitchin'. Nice. But what about Aliens Colonial Marine? <laughs> you mean the game that literally needed one thing changed in its code to work? Yup. <laughs> uh, the poor Alien series. Mm. Actually, wasn't there a recent Predator game and just no one talked about I it? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the movie. <laughs> no, the movie is Predator 2 starring Danny Glover. Not Donald. No, it's not. We just I went over this. I said not Donald. Oh, I thought you said... Okay, okay. 
I just have a feeling I'm going to slip at some point. Mm-hmm. Because their names are so fucking close. I don't know if they're actually related. Mm. That's the... I don't know. I, I don't know. Just go in the synopsis. Synopsis! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hey, we're, we're in L.A., 1997, even though this movie came out in 1990. They went mm. 10 years later for some reason. Yep. Well, because it was they went 10 years after the original was set. It was technically yep. seven years after the movie. Oh. Because 97. Hmm. <laughs> Just saying. No, I meant after. I meant to say after the first movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> I can count 90 to 97. One, two, skip a few, 97. There you go. <laughs> But hey, LA's broken out into gang wars between the Jamaicans and the Colombians and the cops. Uh, we open on a shootout with, I think it's the Colombians, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Cops back the Colombians into a building. The gang is arming up to be ready to attack uh, for the cops to burst in raid. We also meet Mike. Mike. Who's Danny Glover's <laughs> character. And... He's told, hey, don't go in there. Uh, the big boys are coming. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah. Well, they, not initially. Initially, he's going to comply, but then there was an explosion up ahead. No, he even said fuck that because they would just hold, uh, they would get way too much time to uh, build defenses, basically. Mm. That explosion happens as well, and they run inside, only to find uh, one of the main gangsters running out, uh, shooting wildly. Mike. Mike. <laughs> I, I like it because they call him Lieutenant whatever his last name is, but I just like Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike chases him to the roof and it's like, okay, yo, you need to fucking chill. You're under arrest. Put the guns down. But the dude sees something, raises his gun. Mike shoots him and he falls off the roof. Then he goes back down to the room where all the gangsters were apparently hiding and they're all fucking dead. Oh, yeah. Like, super dead. <laughs> like, there is blood a good six feet higher than anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also a body hanging 40 feet from the ceiling. How weird. How weird. But strange they don't get to see that because it gets yanked up. <laughs> well, they do see the body and they're like, well, we'll think about that later. Yeah. And then it gets yanked away. Mm-hmm. Mike heads back to the station and is told by his boss, like, okay, look, I know you have this whole, you're you're going to war type deal, but we need to work with the feds on this one because they're starting to get involved. His name is Peter. He's played by Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. Or Peter. Peter. <laughs> uh, also, oh, what's his name? Paxton. Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton? Yes. The Dinkster. Yes. Somebody ring the Dinkster. Which are still going to this day on yep, that one YouTube still channel. Still going. If you don't know, there's a f- great thing called, uh, was it Dinkster Daily? Mm-hmm. Where literally every single day for the past, how many fucking years now? Forever. He's, he's at like 2,000 parts. Yeah. He has uploaded the same clip of him coming down with the umbrella saying, somebody ring the Dinkster. It's pretty wholesome. Sometimes it is edited, though. Yeah. And sadly, Bill Paxton passed away a couple years ago. So rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Yeah, he versed uh, the Predator. He versed mm-hmm. Aliens. And he versed Terminator. Technically, yes. So he's, I think, one of the only actors to do all three. <laughs> But uh, Bill Paxton is a new character. I'm going to call him Dinkster. I think his name's Jerry. <laughs> Something like that, but he's a fucking buffoon. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a real cowboy back where, yeah. whatever department he was in. Now everyone's like, okay, you need to fucking focus. If you get any of us killed, we will kill you. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, just a fun fact to bring up, um, I just found out, yeah, Donald Glover and Danny Glover are no relation whatsoever. No relation, nope. just same last name. Yep. Both in Hollywood. Okay. Just odd. Yep. Um, but yeah, Bill Paxton's character is now on the team. There's also two other people. One of them is sent to their death. No, okay. The, he's told <laughs> to go look at the the uh, warehouse alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike will come there at night and be like, okay, what'd you find? Yeah. Because the feds close everything off. It's like, stay the fuck out. This ain't police business, even though we're working with you. Yeah. <laughs> Typical bureaucracy, red tape. But he goes there. And in case you haven't guessed yet, the reason all this happened is the predator. Wow. <laughs> and he, he goes in. It's just like, oh, that is weird. I forget what triggers the Predator, but he he's like on the roof, sees the Predator, and then slips. Mm-hmm. And the Predator's about to pull him back up, but he pulls out his gun, which is a big no-no with Predators. Yep. And then he gets killed. I think he gets killed off screen, actually. I yeah, think he the does camera get pans over, and then he, you just hear him yell, and that's it. Yeah, you see the blood drip down. Yeah, I was really hoping like his head would fall down or something. I mean, he did rip off the skull still. <laughs> yes, that's true. We do get that sick scene. <laughs> um... <clears throat> And besides Mike dealing with his friend dying, he decides like, okay, I'm not getting answers from cops. I'm not getting answers from the, oh, I did miss a part. Because also the Colombians are a bit pissed that this happens and go and attack one of the the heads of the Jamaicans. But during that attack, Predator comes in, kills fucking everyone. Yep. Mike wants more answers. Oh, right, because the one dude's banging it and the gang members come in and they think it's him. You know, that's what happened. His friend went to go snoop yes. on that area, not the first one. Yes. In the penthouse. Cause, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Got confused with my murders of gangsters. Yes. <laughs> there are quite a few in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there is a high fucking kill count. Um, but yeah, he since he's not getting answers from the feds, he's not allowed to investigate. He goes and actually asks the Jamaicans, like, yo, what the hell? Do you <laughs> actually, any- he kind of asks the head guy of the Jamaicans. Yeah. yeah. He asks the head of the Jamaicans in an alley, like, yo, what up? And the Jamaican throws chicken bones onto a barrel and is like, there is an evil here. And it's like, okay, that's not really helpful, but cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um... And as soon as Mike leaves, the Predator comes and just kills the Jamaican leader. I have no idea why he does this. Yeah, it's not really explained. It's just he, he had his bones, and then he's like, oh, you're here, and then he kills him. And the Jamaican dude tries to pull out a sword, hard cut to his head, decapitated. Yeah, actually, it's, pre- it's a pretty really cool audio cut, because you hear him scream in the faces like that, and then it, he pulls it back, and it's decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> um... Mike goes to the funeral of his friend, but the predator kind of teases him by showing uh, his friend's necklace and uh, playing a kid's voice that he ran to saying he wants some candy. But he was also setting out to meet the rest of his team and they were all on a train. This does not go well. The predator kills a bunch of armed citizens on the train and uh, Bill Paxton's character. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, Bill Cap Paxton is killed off here, sadly. <laughs> uh, after this train attack, Mike shows up and actually spots the Predator and chases him, but runs into Peter's uh, secret Fed squad. And they're like, okay, 
yeah, we know about the first movie. There, shit happened there, and now it's here because it goes to places of, with conflict that are hot. Yes. Yeah, it turns out to be like hundreds of degrees in L.A., and yeah. <laughs> Which way, if that's the case, how does AVP happen? Because that, that's in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, right. They, they explain the movie. That is, never mind. Okay. That's spoilers. Yeah, no spoilies. I guess they do subway explain it, but I, I still don't agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, anyway, Mike's talking to Peter's team and Peter's like, okay, so the predator comes here to a slaughterhouse and he eats here. He so comes like every two days or something. Yeah. We covered the place in powder. So if he tries to turn invisible, he'll be covering that. This goes nowhere. And we're going to go in there when we know he's there and yeah. we're going to take him out and capture him because we want his weapons. Yeah. And they kind of cover themselves in stealth suit that doesn't give off body heat and like things, other things on weapons. But they don't take into account the fact that Predator has different visions and he's able to switch and actually see their red uh, laser sights. Fucking laser sights. Fucking laser sights. <laughs> Thank you, fatty boy. Yeah, so they get spied. Uh, Mike tries to say, like, yo, he's fucking got you made. Get the hell out. Yeah. But, but they're uh, like, oh, who's this? This is an unauthorized line. Radio silence. God. <laughs> so he charges in there since no one can stop him because Mike's just a badass. Yep. Everyone but Gary Buse's character is killed. and So the Predator Trap doesn't go well. A duel happens in a slaughterhouse. It eventually gets out of the slaughterhouse at... Uh, Peter also slightly helps for a second, then dies. Yeah. <laughs> but this goes to the rooftop. Both the pre- uh, the Predator is about to nuke the place while him and Mike are hanging off the roof. But Mike grabs his throwy disc slicer thing and yeah. chops off, chops through the bomb. So that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought he just chopped off the whole arm. No, you can see it spark too. He oh, hits the machine as well. Sick. Because yeah. it was counting down. Mm-hmm. Um. Predator falls, goes into an apartment, and pat- falls down and crashes in someone's apartment. Patches up. Uh, Mike goes, climbs down, tries to go after the Predator, but the Predator goes lower and lower and lower into uh, the sub-basement of the apartment building where his ship is. Yep, it turns out it's uh, below an elevator shaft. Like, Dag lovers in the elevator, and he kind of falls into it. Yeah, because there was some uh, a pipe or a drain pipe, yeah. a tunnel of some sort. And then he goes on the ship, has a duel with the Predator, finally wins. And then a bunch of other Predators show up, but they're like, okay, you know what? Fair. Yeah. You beat one of us fair and square. You can go. <laughs> here's a here's a flintlock pistol from the 1760s. Yep. Sure hope we don't use that for a prequel later mm. that we'd now have on the wheel. That, yeah, because we have to. Like, <laughs> why is it? That's also why I hate this series wheel so much. Yeah, especially with like, cause our just a side, quick side note, our series, the series are long, and for some, it's just gonna take so fucking long to get to them that by the time we get to them, there will be new movies made. <laughs> yeah, which is why if we finish one and then it gets a sequel, we're not adding it later till Bond is the last one, cause Bond's yes. gonna be the last one on here. We know it. It's just the statistic. It has the most movies. Yeah, statistically, it has to be right. We'll decide. Like hear that or Lupin's gonna be last. Yeah, but either way. Uh, the Predators say, cool, here's a gun, get off the ship before we fly away. They fly away, big explosion happens. <laughs> that should have killed Mike. Yeah. But he's fine, uh, the cops show up, movie ends. Yep. And that's Predator 2. Yeah. 
This is just going to be really tricky to talk about because it's, again, just in all respects, a fine sequel. There's nothing horribly wrong with it. There's nothing like, oh my god, this was so cool. I mean, there's a couple things we'll get into, but it, it was just, it's a good sequel. Definitely lives up to the original, I feel, so. Yeah, I think it's honestly on par with the original. Yeah, they're both really good movies. And the original, I just, I, I will always appreciate the fact that it's essentially a high-budget B-movie. Yeah, like, like we said in the episode. Yeah, like, literally. Like, they just went in the jungle film that it, it's shot like a B-movie. It had about the budget of it, but they made it work somehow, and it elevated it above other B-movies at the time. So Yeah, well, also, just the monster design oh, yeah. is so fucking cool. So cool and so brilliant how they use the invisible, and it definitely lives up to the standard that the first movie set. doesn't do anything above and beyond, but at the very least, it varies it up enough. It has enough twists and turns to just... Keep it fresh and interesting. Yeah, at so, least it changed setting. Yeah. And, and the way the Predator was hunting, basically. Yeah, it wasn't just a retread of the last movie. Isn't that right, Men in Black 2? <laughs> Go listen to our episode of Men in Black 2. It yes. should be out now on all podcast apps. <laughs> exactly. Um, one thing I will say that I really love is just how punchy the action scenes are. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. This feels like an 80s action movie. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It is, and it's very, very visceral, almost in a John Woo type way, where everything explodes, there's shit flying everywhere, sparks are going on, and it's just cool. It's like a Death Wish movie with more budget. <laughs> it's great, yeah. Like, I love the action scenes when they happen, and they're well paced out enough that, you know, it doesn't feel like the movie drags at any point. But when they do happen, it's just rad as hell. <laughs> Honestly, the first opening shootout, you kind of forget it's a Predator movie. You do, yeah. It feels very much just like an action movie with Danny Glover. <clears throat> also, Danny Glover, badass. He does a fucking awesome job. He's really badass. And while critics at the time were kind of unfavorable uh, towards the movie, uh, Danny Glover's performance was highly praised as uh, kind of casting him against type as an action hero. Mm-hmm. Like everyone said, he did such a good job. Like, <laughs> yeah, because usually I think of him as you know the secondary guy, yeah. like Lethal Weapon, like Lethal Weapon, kind of yeah, like a mentor of sorts. But no, here he's the main character, action hero, and he does a great job with the role. Like you also really feel his anger with everything. <laughs> it's like yeah. there is clearly something fucking wrong. Let me do my job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am happy this movie doesn't go for the cliche of like we're taking your badge because yeah. you broke the rule. It's like. Okay, you know what? Can you just stop getting in the way of the feds, please? Yeah. I know you did something. Honestly. But like, Jesus, man. Come on. <laughs> There's a lot of red tape here, mm-hmm. and it causes a lot of problems. And eventually he just snaps. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. This is personal. They killed my friend. I'm going to get him, and you're going to stay out of my way, Gary Busey. <laughs> Peter. Peter. <laughs> but... And the little we get of Gary Busey is fine. He's fine. So this apparently happened the year after his uh, car accident. So I think it was a motorcycle or a motorcycle accident. But yeah, he, he still looks great. Still does a great job. And I just I respect the shit out of Gary Busey for continuing acting after all that. Yeah. So he's still on still trucking, which good for him. Uh, Bill Paxson, even though a bit annoying way he first appears, he does become a likable no, character, at least. He does. He, like, at first he is, like, because that's how his character's kind of supposed to be, like, this kind of playboy, annoying, arrogant airhead. But, yeah, he becomes a bit more respectable as it goes on. <laughs> uh, Maria Alonzo, okay. I want to say, who was playing Liana. Ah. Uh, Liana? I'm pretty sure that's how to say it. Let me see it. It's Leon with an A at the end. Yeah, Liana. Okay. Yeah, or Leon- Leo- Leona. I Leona. Think. Yeah. But even though she's clearly supposed to be the one character from Aliens, yeah. she's still fun. She's still great, yeah, because Aliens was the shit at the time, and I think this movie kind of banked on that in a couple of aspects. But 
What do you mean? With Bill Paxton or having Yeah. Having the team now go against a Predator? Well, it should have been multiple Predators. That would have been a nice way to change yeah, things. But the one Predator yeah, is still threatening, and we technically do get them at the end. So Yeah. <laughs> I guess the one negative is the train fight. Yeah, it, it's a fight in a subway, and Predator comes in, tears the roof off, and lights go out. But the problem is there were way too many strobes used. And, like, disorienting scenes like that can be done well. Mm-hmm. But here, it's just too much strobe light. They didn't really plan where to put the lighting or it felt even where to put the shots. Because there's a lot of time where it, like, focuses on a character and it's just, like, shaking around. You can't even see what they're doing. Like, it felt like it was going to be one of those scenes where we don't see what's going on. Yeah. And then we get a final shot of, like, all the carnage. Yeah. But the not knowing what's going on goes on for, like, yeah. five minutes. It overstays its welcome. That's the one very poorly shot scene that even... Neither of us are epileptic, but Jesus, we were starting to get a headache. I was, that. honestly. Like, ugh. <laughs> It's a really hard scene to watch. Yeah. Thankfully, that's really the only poorly shot scene in the movie. Everything else is great. Like, cinematography, sound design, great. Gun sounds are really good. Punchy. Like, I really liked that. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, it feels like a John Woo movie when the action goes. (laughs) But... Also, just how pissed uh, Danny Glover's (laughs) character gets at the end. Like, him just being... Son of a fucking bitch. Yeah. As everything keeps going. Yeah, he's like kind of to climb down. He's like, oh, fucking Jesus, man. Like, like he sees the predator healing. He's just, God damn it. Yeah, it's just a solid. You really feel his aggravation. I do also really like the one detail that when he's arguing with the police chief, you can see like his head is redder. Yeah, yeah. he's getting hot headed. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Um, also, I think this is the first time we see Predator not kill someone because they're pregnant. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he doesn't kill the one chick because he sees the baby in her. Womb, yeah. So. <laughs> Which I don't think was ever mentioned at any point. It wasn't, but it was probably something that the movie made a rule of, I guess. It just didn't explicitly state. <laughs> the Predator's a monster, but not that type but of But not monster. that type of monster. Like, come on. <laughs> Edding is weird. Edding's weird. Hi, Deke. Hey, Deke. But, uh, yeah, so, and again, I think the only really kind of, not really a negative, but a nitpick is the heat vision kind of doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, if you're thinking about it logically, the heat vision shouldn't be working the way yeah. it is. Because it's 100-some degrees. I think in, they said 109. Yeah, 109 degrees in L.A., big city. Uh, it should be almost, like, white in the heat vision. But, no, he can see, like, people inside the house. The only people who are really red are people. Yeah. So... <laughs> Like, that pavement's going to be hot, the oh. building's going to be hot, but, yeah. <clears throat> Editing is weird. Yes. Um, but, yeah, the, the one logical thing of just the heat vision is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. It's more of a nitpick, but it's like, you know, our brains just couldn't stop thinking about it. It's like, it should not look like that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure the black tarmac mm-hmm. is totally just coo- bl- dark blue in heat vision. Yup. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think too I do like seeing the other Predators Yeah And like how they all have different weapons Or their different heights That's just cool It is Yeah <laughs> D- Should we mention the one blooper? 
because <laughs> yeah. there was an unofficial music video made about that where because they all the people were still the predator suits and they started like dancing and then later on in the video danny glover actually joins them <laughs> and starts <laughs> dancing with them it's pretty great the good ending yes the the true ending the uh, uf see the he UF- just needed to stay yeah for a nice exactly. party we're joking during the movie it's like why did he jump out of the back dude we were totally gonna throw a party for him <laughs> yeah we we're gonna welcome you as a new hunter yeah like. it would have been pretty rad you have to have this gear for you like okay <laughs> we had a cool helmet i worked yeah. very hard on it <laughs> which actually that is a, a slight complaint too is when the art predators show up it looks like they're green screened in but that behind yeah. the scenes shows that they weren't it's really weird because like it, it's not so much body but the knees look like they're just cut off yeah because there's like a, a thin light well i should say a pretty thick layer of smoke like shin level mm-hmm. shin knee level and for some reason you just it looks weird it looks like it's green screened or something so yeah yeah, it was kind of bizarre honestly but also uh, massive props to the person who played predator uh kevin peter hall yes um this is the last time he played it because sadly he passed away the next year in 1991 so but yeah kevin peter hall is just awesome as always and like he was actually like intimidating like seven foot four like yeah (laughs) he's like oh what's that actor which one? The one um, Del Toro always uses. Oh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah, he's he's like Black Doug Jones. He is. Honestly. Like, yeah, he does such a good job with like the Predator's mannerisms and all that. Just but yeah, just super tall and easy to work with. Yes. Because when doing a full body makeup like that, you have to add on, which is usually a problem because yeah. people will be uh, you know curvy and whatnot, and then you need a mate. You need to take that down while yeah. also making it look like muscle. But because their frame is so thin, they can just keep yeah. adding on. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a lot easier. That's why Doug Jones is used so much for monsters, yeah, too. Yeah, because he just has this naturally really thin structure and like these long, bony hands. And he's a contortionist. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand. Like He'll move however you want. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've covered Doug Jones in a movie or we two. We probably have. I forget which, though. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't think we've covered a Del Toro movie, though. I don't think we have, which is unfortunate, because he's really good. So I know he was... Uh, I think he picked Time Bandits for uh, mm-hmm. when I did uh, the favorites part. Yeah, it was like his favorite. One of his favorites. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this movie's honestly really solid. Yeah, it's a really solid sequel. And it's... Uh, again, it didn't get like too good of reviews at the time, but it's been widely reevaluated as kind of a cult classic. Yeah, honestly, so, check it out if yeah, you like 80s action. For sure, because we knew next to nothing going in. I just knew Danny Glover was in it and took place in the city. That's about it. So <laughs> uh, Also, there's some shots where clearly it's Predator on top of building green yeah. screen. But Predator fucking posing like Batman yeah. is cool as hell. It is. And the one shot was awesome because it was clear easy, but like he was posing and you could see like the skull and the spine on his like chest and shit as he's going, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, the design is still badass and he's still really intimidating. It's just really well done overall. We were very happy with it. So, and also here was one of the first hints to AVP because we yep. see in the ship, there's a wall of skulls and one of them is a Xenomorph skull. Yeah. Just a really cool, uh, Fun Easter egg. Yeah, Easter egg. I was trying to think of the proper term. So. Which came about because of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Did it really? Yes, because uh, they had a scavenger hunt or an Easter egg hunt on set. Uh huh. And throughout the movie, you can see Easter eggs that people didn't find. No shit. That's where that started. Yeah, that's. Uh... 
said to be where it started. I didn't know that. That's cool. And there's somewhere, if you look up images, you're like, that's not where it is. <laughs> there's no way. And then you go to the movie. Yeah. And it's totally it's there. there. Shit. Like, uh, I think Riff Raff is sitting on a chair at one uh-huh. point, And the legs are all connected at the bottom. And there's an egg in the center of it. No shit. Yeah, it's like a pink egg. I'll have to pay attention next time I watch the movie. Dang. Yeah, there's Easter eggs all over the place. That's awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, pineapple in Psych. <laughs> yeah, which started off as I think I think it was. I think I think it I th- was. I'm thinking, sir. son, huh? <laughs> Fucking uh, that it was an improv joke in the first episode that they just kept it going. Yeah, which is just fun. <laughs> But that does mean in one episode they put pineapple on pizza. I, I don't actually care. <sighs> nah, I don't care either. I actually quite enjoy pineapple on pizza. People so. who put ranch on pizza, though, are Blah. fucking disgusting. Yeah, fuck that. Stop fuck being that. so white. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like ranch to begin with. <laughs> How can you say that as a white Ohioan? <laughs> I, like this. I don't like ranch. <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> yeah. I do make it up, though, because I do enjoy mayo. I think that's why I don't just explode. Mm. <laughs> I don't like either. I know you don't. Ah! <laughs> just to say, <laughs> nothing bad ever happens to, to the, the Kennedys. Kennedys. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, with that done, I think that's about it, huh? Yeah. So that means we're going to go back to the long series wheel, or the sellout wheel, however you want to call it. You called the sellout wheel because the sellout wheel is covering series that you and your friends know of and you can send the episodes to your friends because they know those movies and then they'll listen to our show and you have things to talk about again instead of the ever-crushing loneliness of being apart. (laughs) My God. Anyway. And now there's one series which you may not have heard of called Lone Wolf and Cub, but thankfully we've covered that and you can listen to that on all podcasting apps and sometimes YouTube. Listen to all five movies. It, for some reason, jumps from... Oh, sorry. All, no, all five. Right. It, for some reason, it jumps from two to four. Isn't that weird? I forgot about that. You're right. Mm. Viewer discretion is advised for a third one. Yeah. Anyway, spinning the wheel. Let's. It's time to <gasps> spin. Spin. Well, we didn't land on Scream okay. or Alien okay, or Back to the Future, which we still need to cover, but we get one off this wheel. Woo! With Mission Impossible. Great, For now. Scott! Okay, well, I'll explain this again, the episode when we cover it, but Mission Impossible is going off the wheel, even though the seventh, and I think they're planning an eighth one? Yes. Yeah, the seventh and eighth one are still coming out. It's going to be off the wheel till we land on basically just Bond. Yeah. And then we'll put back any sequels that we may have missed from earlier series. Yeah. So, is it bad that I'm happy Bruce Willis retired just so there's no more Die Hard movies? Yeah. I feel a bit bad. I do too because it's a good thing it really ended with four and they didn't have another forced sequel that was absolutely terrible. Like, <laughs> hey Cameron, I got bad news. No. <laughs> it will be a good day. Shut up. God damn it! Uh, Anyway, anyway, we're gonna finish off Mission Impossible for now. Woo! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JK Pancake on Twitter. 
and Cameron is at CameronPicks, Inc. on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel, CamCam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show, please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use. 